This is an episode all about matchmaking with camels. <laughs> In this episode, you're going to learn all about how to find a camel that's actually a good match for you because not all camels are going to be a good match for you. Stay tuned to listen more. My name's Tara Lee and I'm from Camel Channel and you are obviously listening to the Camel Channel podcast and I'm thrilled to be here today to talk to you about how to match yourself up with a camel. This is a mad, like I just had this image run through my head of a dating site for people and camels. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's an app that's needed in this world. So I'm probably not going to do it, but someone else certainly can. Um, not all camels are going to be a good match for you. And this is probably where um, a really key element where people get it wrong. They see a camel for sale. They buy the camel for sale without sometimes even without meeting them or meeting them just going, yep, it's a camel. I'll take it. Then there can be roadblocks in the way, like there can be a personality clash. And it's a thing you can actually clash with camels and their personality and your personality and sometimes camels also have preferences on their types of people that they like um my experience has been that some camels prefer women over men or men over women and it all is a matter of sorting out which is best for you and obviously the camel involved now you know i understand that camels can be hard to come by um, especially in places like the United States, it's like, mm, there's a camel for sale. Well, must buy it. I get that. But to have a long-term lasting, uh, successful friendship, relationship and bond with a camel, you really do need to look at some ideas around, is this camel a good match for you? Along those lines, you know, you've got to be looking at, well, what am I going to utilize this camel for? Is it simply for a pet or is it for milking or is it for riding or is it for a commercial operation? There's lots of things to consider when matching yourself with a camel and of also matching that camel to any activity that you might want to do with the camel. But ultimately, it comes down to how much you actually like the camel. You know, like they, it's going to be much easier to work with a camel that wants to work with you and is you're not um, rubbing up against each other like chalk and cheese. And it's going to be much easier to get along with a camel that wants to work too and is a good fit for that kind of work. Some camel, not all camels are good working camels. Um, and that can come down to confirmation, you know, like as in their body structure, their stamina, all sorts of things, their genetics, like, you know, so many different things. So there's definitely a practical note to matching yourself with a camel. And then there's an, um, more of kind of like a an alternative approach to, well, am I going to get along with this camel? Um, I suggest you just think of owning a camel or first of all think of it as a long-term thing because it is a long time camels can live domestically for up to 50 years and that's a long time to spend with a certain somebody <laughs> in this case a camel so you need to think well am I going to get along with this camel long term or are we just going to face challenge after challenge after challenge and it's just going to be chalk and cheese the whole time I've experienced this with camels myself. I mean, I'm, I'm a camel lover. I generally love all camels. Of course I do. I mean, that's why I do what I do. 
But on an ownership level and on a level of something that I want to work with, I'm not going to get along with all the camels. Sure, I can educate them and I can train them and I can teach them to do the things, but I am personally looking for that strong bond, that strong trust that I can develop with a camel because that is where your best results come from. So um, for example, like in a training setting, I might be helping um, another camel owner with their camel and I can give them all the practical things to do and how to connect and how to bond and how to train. And I can even be demonstrating these things on the camels and those things are working and that's fine. But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna have that strong bond and connection with that camel like the owner does and like the owner wants. And I've even experienced this in my own herd of camels is some of them I'm like, you know what, it's been like three years and we're still not getting along. I think we have to end this relationship. (laughs) And it's not like a disposal thing like, oh, let's just get rid of the camel. It's not that at all because I don't do that to start with. And, you know, I would obviously find the best home and the best not even the best home that's even incorrect when i say that i'd find the best suited person where i know that that's going to be a great um working relationship a great companionship for that camel and that person i don't just sell camels i make sure that they're a personality match i make sure that they're going to get along on a long-term basis because that is what successful camel ownership is based off and you know many out you might be thinking well you know i'm just here for practical lessons and all that sort of stuff well this kind of is because um even in a milking setting i've seen this sort of thing before some camels aren't suited for milking they don't have the personality for it and they don't have the genetics for it and it's plain and simple um and of course like if you're the main uh, milker in this circumstance then you're going to want to get along with these camels now in saying all that a lot of this can come back to ego us humans we have this thing it's called an ego we all have it we all love it and we all loathe it you know it's sometimes service and it sometimes does not does not service when working with camels um and you're trying to get them for lack of a better word i sort of like to use uh ask them to do things and they're not doing the things that human ego can get in the way and it's like well i'm going to win over this animal it's like a caveman or cave cave people days sing like well i'm determined i'm going to get this animal to do what i'm doing because this all depends on my survival like it's just human nature i get it um but if your ego gets too involved with camels that's when you're going to rub up against them like chalk and cheese it's going to be on like not necessarily a fight but it's going to be like camels will get scared because they're feeling all this pressure and this ego and it's coming out from the person in a way that the camel is not understanding and then the fear kicks in and the camel just melts down and get and in quotes get stubborn which is basically their mechanism for self-protection um so when so sometimes you could have made a good camel choice except you didn't allow yourself to tap into that heart center or that connection or that strong bond and trusting relationship and you let your ego get involved i have seen this time and time again and i'm putting my hand up here because i have done this and i really i always sort of say to myself when i'm working with myself check yourself before you wreck yourself because things can either go really really great or really really badly depending on 
my thoughts and feelings and my actions and reactions whilst I'm around my camels. That is a really big key takeaway. So a lot like I, I have a camel, a couple of camels, yeah, in my herd that I would say long term that we don't have a long lasting relationship and it's probably not going to work out long term, you know. Um, but that being said, I can still go in and I can still work with them. I can still build that trust and still build that bond because my ego is not getting getting involved. You know, like a lot of the times uh, our strong reactions to any animal can be out from our lack of understanding. You know, like um, I've, I've seen this um, before in a training session and it, this camel was walking behind its owner and this camel kept coming up close and was being real cheeky and tried to bite the owner in front of it. And the only you can see the owner getting frustrated, and also a horse person. And um, the owner is like, "Well, should I just slap it on the nose like a horse?" And I'm like, "Well, no. Let's let's just stop. Let's just take a breath because at this and this camel was doing this biting from a place of nervousness and from fear, and that can happen, obviously. Like it just didn't know what it was doing. It was a bit confused. It's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, I'm just gonna like defense, <laughs> defense, defense." <laughs> And this person's like, yes, should I slap it? I'm like, no, no. Because if you slap that camel on the nose, you are literally giving it the same reason to bite again. Because that camel's already biting out of fear because it doesn't know what it's doing. It's a little bit confused. Like the owner was learning, the camel was learning. There was just confusion. So if that, if you slap that camel, it's going to go, well, oh, okay. So I do have something to fear here. So your job always as a camel hander is to reduce that fear and not, uh, not escalate it. Like not give the camel reasons to fear you basically or fear the circumstances. So there's lots of variables when it comes to matching yourself with a camel. So I'm just going to break it down a little bit more on a practical note so that you have something to work towards. And um, before I do that, I do want to tell a bit of a story. So um, in the past, when I've sold camels, um, I'll often have the camels in the yard that are that are for sale. And, you know, I only ever sold, sold camels when people signed up for a camel course, level one camel course in person. And obviously there was camels involved as well, the the sale of a camel. Um, I just don't believe in selling camels without people knowing what they're doing with the camels. It's very important to me long-term and obviously to the camel long-term. So the way that I actually navigated this whole, rather than people are like, oh, can you choose me a camel? I want to do this, I want to do that, I want it, and all the things. And I'm just like, I think there's a better way to do this. Like, yeah, sure, I could try to choose you a camel, but I'm not you. You know, you ultimately long term have to choose this camel, choose a camel that you like and that you're willing to work with. And and the human thing is too, is like, well, if a human has made that choice for themselves, then there's no blame game either. So I'm like, well, that person chose the wrong camel for me. It's like, well, you chose that camel. And the question to you is, are you going to stick with this camel? Do you have that stickability? Um, and I find that a much successful way of matching people's camels. So I often have the camels in a yard um, and their new potential owners are on the outskirts of a yard. So not even in the yard, not touching the camel, not being just on the outskirts, just hanging on the fence sort of thing. And I will tell these potential new camel owners, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go away for about, you know, 15 minutes and I want you to just get an experience here like feel into which camel 
you might feel is best suited to you upon personality, upon how they approach you, upon how they don't approach you, upon your feelings alone. We're not looking at looks because, you know, I've already done, I've done the confirmation checks there. This is purely on feeling. What do you feel about these camels in these yards? So I would go away and then I'd come back a little while later and they have chosen their camels and you can see the certainty on these people's faces. They're like, that is my camel, you know, and they'll, they'll start giving me all the reasons why. I'm like, I don't need to know the reasons why. That what matters is that you feel connected to this camel because if you're connected to this camel and you've chosen this camel, you're going to have the stickability to work with this camel when times get tough, when shit happens. So it's going to happen. It happens in training. It happens as they get older. You know, all the things that's going to happen, you're going to have the stickability to, to do that. So I have found that's a really great way of getting getting a good match for people and their camels. Um, so going, yeah, so going back to shortlisting, really some practical things you can do to match yourself to a camel. Um, don't, um, first of all, like don't rush into it. Like you might have your name on a wait list and all this sort of thing. And you know, like if you're just having a camel for weed control, it's kind of, you know, and you're not going to be around it much. Well, you know, this is probably an inappropriate episode to listen to, you know, for practicality wise. But, you know, if you want a pet camel and you want to work with it long term, um, whether that be commercially or for personal uses, I would suggest the first thing is to really tap into, one, who you are as a person. You know, what is your personality like? Are you a reactor? Are you um, are you very go hung or are you more sort of quiet and calm, you know, and those are the things sometimes it's the opposites that attract with camels. So someone can be really. Uh, highly strung as a person and the kind of camel they need is a quieter camel is one that's really grounded and calm because if you match a highly strung person with a highly strung camel it's kind of going to be a disaster that being said any highly strung person can obviously um, create new habits around how how they manage themselves around camels. I mean, every camel that I work with in my herd, like I'm, I'm a diff, not a different person with each camel, but I'm, a, I have different demeanors. With like, I know, okay, well, that camel needs that kind of energy, and that camel needs that kind of energy when I'm around it. Like, it's just a thing that I've learned to do and to manage and con- control quite well over time and over working with camels. So you've got to just have that personality match. You know, you don't. And I, the way that I look at it too is especially with animal stuff, like I really love working with animals that challenge me. And you've got to ask yourself that question too, like am I in a position to be challenged? Do I have the emotional, mental fortitude for this challenge? Or do I want a camel that's had a little bit of basic training or a lot of basic training or a lot of training so that I can learn from the camel? You know, those are the things that you need to determine moving forward. Um, that being said, you know, a really strong bond can be created when there's challenges because when challenges arise, you literally have to work together as a team to achieve the outcome that you're both trying, trying you and the camel are trying to achieve. And it's um, it's something that you just can't replace anywhere else, um, even with a more highly trained camel. So you're looking at obviously your personality, the camel's personality, um, the stickability that you're going to have, like, you know, the challenges that you might face and are you prepared for those sort of challenges? So overall, you're looking for a match that feels good to you. It's all about the feelings here. <laughs> OK, 
camel channel, you know, like if you're hanging around for a bit, you know how I'm very connected with my camels if you've been watching my videos and stuff. And that is the experience I would love for everybody to have. And if you're listening here, then obviously that's something you're interested to have. You want to make sure you you make uh, you give yourself a good match for your camel or your future camels in the future. So, you know, shop around a little bit in quotes, shop around, you know, don't take the first camel that comes into your experience unless you're a very highly intuitive person and you, you're really tapped into who you are as a person. And you're like, no, that that's a thing. And um, I, I, in the past, I haven't been so much like that, but now I've sort of spiritually evolved and grown myself a little bit more. Like I can go into a situation and go, this is the right situation for me, or this is the right animal for me, or, you know, all the things. Um, rather than just go, you know, for practicality reasons, I'll take it. <laughs> Not so helpful. Um, so a lot of this just comes back to knowing who you are as a person. Because knowing who you are will set you up for success with your camel training, with your caring of your camels, with any adventure that you plan with your camels. Like it's a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I hope you found this podcast episode really helpful in one way or another. And always remember that the reason that I'm here is to help you achieve your wildest camel dreams and goals, whether that be big or small or in between those things like it's important for me that you achieve your camel dreams and goals and I don't it doesn't matter to me how far along you are down that track or how far you know you're only this is your first episode you're listening to ever about camels and because it's just an idea at this time but I want you to know that all these things are possible for you and this is exactly why I do these podcast episodes is to support you in that and to keep saying to you go ahead and achieve those camel dreams and goals it is all possible if you have the stamina to be able to make that possible Um, i've done some pretty wild and crazy things in my journey with camels and uh with that came more confidence and with that confidence came like you know what i can teach other people how to do this so i'm exactly here for that so again i hope you got lots of value from this and you can follow me on all the socials camel channel with tara lee Um, I think also I'm on TikTok at the moment. Don't tell anybody because I swore I would never be one of those people that went on TikTok and especially danced on TikTok. (laughs) That being said, I've not danced on TikTok yet, but I'm planning something (laughs) in the near future. Um, And make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening um, because I'd love for, for you to keep um again like whether it's a, it's just a seed at the moment to have a camel seed idea or you're definitely like no nah, i'm i'm in this already have camels and i'm willing to put in the effort i want to keep teaching you about these sorts of things so thank you for listening and please go over to my website camelchannel.com and get started with camels and download my free ebook introduction to camels it's the best way i can help you right now to get started or advance on your camel knowledge and i'd love to see you over there and in our small little big but mighty mighty bit big camel community thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode